Today with Sarah McInerney, weekdays from 10 on RTE Radio 1. Now, the British government has said it will reimpose quarantine for travellers from several more countries, including France and the Netherlands, from early tomorrow. This decision is likely to spark a mass exodus among the estimated half a million British holidaymakers who are currently in France after a rise in coronavirus cases there. People arriving to Northern Ireland are also subject to these latest measures. Well, for more on this, I'm joined by Simon Caldwell who is travel expert and travel correspondent with The Independent. Simon, thank you for joining us this morning. I suppose, firstly, why exactly has the British government added to the list of quarantine countries? Uh, Well, basically because the infection rates in those countries, which are, um, let's see if I can remember them all, uh, France, Netherlands, Malta, Monaco, um, Aruba and the plucky Turks and Caicos Islands, the infection rates are simply too high in all of those places. And as a result, the... uh, Uh, UK government says, right, um, uh, everybody out um, and you've got 30 hours to get back. And as you rightly say, this has triggered something of a kind of unseemly stampede as um, many of those half million people um, desperately try to get back before they are um, unfortunately in the position of having to stay inside uh, at their house, no going out at all for two weeks. And um, at the moment, uh, I'm having... (laughs) A mad series of communications with various um, ferry companies and uh, uh, government departments to find if the ship is actually in territorial waters by 4 a.m., whether that counts. And that just shows how, how mad things have become. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it, I, I assume then airports, ports, the Channel Tunnel, uh, Eurorail, uh, all of that are, are going to see a huge influx of customers. Will they be able to carry them, though? No, they won't. And already, um, your Eurotunnel that runs the um, uh, the, the car carrying shuttle trains from uh, Calais to Folkestone. They've said, if you haven't got a booking, please don't turn up. Um, they're also uh, Brittany Ferries is saying, if you uh, we, we don't want anybody to turn up thinking they might get on one of our ships, we're fully booked. Um, similar story with other companies. Uh, the airlines, as you can imagine, prices are going through the roof, and uh, there'll be, I imagine. Dublin Airport will be fairly busy uh, uh, this afternoon with um, uh, people heading back to Northern Ireland who are flying in uh, from from France and the Netherlands and uh, prices going through the roof. So um, yeah, that's interesting. Night, looking- of course, I hadn't I hadn't considered that one of the ways for people to get back might be to get a flight to Dublin, obviously, and, and as you say, go go home through Northern Ireland then. Yeah, oh sure. I mean, if I was um, heading back, uh, obviously, there's far more flights to Dublin than there are to Belfast. I would be looking at um, flying to Dublin and then getting straight on the bus at the airport and to uh, either Derry or to Belfast um, and, and mm. getting back that way. And they're actually in a good position. If you look at the fares that are being charged to um, Great Britain, well, um, last night, for instance, uh, British Airways at eight o'clock was selling a one-way ticket from Paris to London for €111. Euro. By um, 11 o'clock at night, it had gone up to €450. Euro. Mm. So just a, a bidding war um, of, of people wanting desperately to get back. Why 4am? It's, it's an unusual time to set a deadline. Uh, uh, yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, th- there, was, there was actually in the, uh, in the cabinet here in London, um, there was a, a very, very robust argument with a lot of people saying, look, Saturday is a really important changeover day. If we can make it four o'clock on Sunday morning, then that will enable many, many thousands of people to get back without quarantining. But eventually, no, 4 a.m., I guess that's the sort of the the, the time when um, all the flights have landed by then. 
um, an awful lot of the ferries have landed. So it's kind of a a, yeah, a low point for, for travel. But mm. um, it's certainly triggering a low point for the, in the moves of many, many British travellers. And you mentioned already questions about what if you're in flight and it's 4am or you're on the ferry and it's 4am, will, will you escape the rules then? Um, but what then if it happens that you don't get home before 4am? How does that change? Uh, uh, oh, well, you, you are... Uh, uh, well, it, all you've got to do... It's slightly complicated, but the basic thing is if you can touch British soil um, by 4 a.m., then you're definitely okay. And as I say, we're trying to find out if territorial waters mean anything. I mean, it shows just how kind of arbitrary this whole thing is when we're even having to discuss this. Um, Mm. And uh, when Spain was put on the uh, no-go list uh, three weeks ago, it was just done very abruptly. There was no chance for anybody to get back. Some people are saying that was actually better because... um, uh, at least um, uh, that you, you're not getting this unseemly stampede um, to northern France, which I fear for many families is going to end up literally in tears. Mm. Um, what happens then if people defy the rule and they just continue on with their sun holiday? Is, is it that they're just oh. expected to quarantine and they will... Oh yeah, they, 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 can, they can do that. I mean, people are still... Just a trickle of people here at London, St Pancras International Station, a trickle of people still going out to France knowing that they will need to quarantine for two weeks when they get back. I guess some people, particularly if they're staying longer, maybe they've got a property over there so they can kind of um, uh, just spend their time there and and be uh, relaxed about when they come back. Some people are going to say, yeah, we're we're happy to go. But uh, the vast majority of people will be, um, I'm afraid, uh, deciding that, uh, uh, well, summer 2020 wasn't going to be just, it's the wrong time uh, to be thinking of going anywhere further than the uh, the, the nearest beach in your own country. Mm, indeed. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's Simon Calder, who is travel expert and travel correspondent with The Independent. Now, do stay with us because up next, we're going to be talking to Pete Lunn on why we should be careful about blaming and shaming people who catch COVID. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.